whether it's this summer or next, we're going to have to prepare our staff for the opening of post-pandemic day camp. And I'm struggling with the concept of what our staff needs to be ready for camp, not just nuts and bolts, but being in the best emotional and mental state possible, as well as being ready to run a camp that's doing our best to keep our camp community safe. Join me as we take a quick dip into the kiddie pool with a mini pod with our friend, Dr. G, Deb Gilboa. This is the Day Camp Pod. This is the Day Camp Pod from Go Camp Pro, bringing you the best ideas, strategies, and discussions in the day camp industry. You can find our show notes at daycamppodcast.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back, friends, to the Day Camp Podcast. This is a mini pod. I'm Andy Pritikin, director of Liberty Lake in the Philly suburbs of New Jersey, and we are joined by our friend, Dr. G. Welcome back. Thanks so much, Andy. Hi, everybody. We are going to get to the point quick because it's a mini pod and and I have a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues that are we're a little stressed out because we had our plan for our leadership training and for our staff training. And now that it's like, you know, we're talking about post-pandemic day camp, um, we're thinking maybe there's new priorities. Maybe if this needs to be like a retreat almost kind of thing where we're holding hands and singing Kumbaya a lot more than doing the nuts and bolts. So, so what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? There are a couple of things that we can really do even before we know what will be this summer. And that is one that focuses on the staff themselves and one that gets them to start thinking outward towards campers and what they're going through. For our staff, there are a bunch of ways that we can engage them now and let them know that we, we feel them, <laughs> that we are not just thinking about if we're going to employ them, but we're thinking about what they're going through, what their difficulties are. In You've helped me understand, Andy, in the day camp world, camp staff spans decades and decades of ages and every possible life experience. So one of the best things that you can do is something you want your staff to do with your campers every day, and that's ask. Ask how they're feeling and listen. Showing that empathy, that interest, genuine interest. I'm not surveying you so that I know who I want to hire. I'm just asking how you're doing, just to check in. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this before. And, um, and, you know, for a lot of day camp directors have big staffs, you know, it's like, oh, I'll just send them all an email kind of crap like that. And it really doesn't work. It's really not effective. Um, Something I did last week that did work is I made a two-question survey. You know, a simple survey monkey, two question survey. I was like, it will take you two minutes. Like survey, you know, survey monkey or whatever said, uh, it will take two minutes. <laughs> so, right. And I got a lot of feedback from it. And then did you do something with that? Um, I just did it. So I will do something. I will look at it and I will reach out to them individually. Um, and you know, and to get camp your size, you might choose to break it up and be like, hey, you know, you leadership person, here's some of your folks and what they said. Um, or just share the results with all of your leadership staff to say, who sees a need here that they feel like they could meet? Here's what I want to do. Right. And then maybe a lot of their questions are questions that other people have too. And they're just, you know, they just don't feel comfortable asking them. So maybe I just make it anonymous and then send the answers out to all of them. You know, you may I be thinking of this. Other people are dealing with what you're dealing with makes you feel better. It, makes, it normalizes your experience. Another thing that I think that leans towards is a strategy I've suggested to some of the camps I work with, which is creating a virtual staff lounge uh, at you know, some day camps do and some day camps do not have a physical place you know, that a lounge where staff can gather that campers aren't allowed. But you can certainly make a place like that online right now for your staff to just 
post funny things. And you can put up some guidelines that say, hey, keep it suitable for work or whatever, but that post funny things or songs or activities that they can join. Not, no one has to choose to engage, but having a safe place that feels like camp, the branding reminds me of camp, the emotions, the people, that will get me a little bit of the oxytocin that I am missing right now being forced to be distant from some of the people that really feed me emotionally. Right. So most day camp directors have dates in, you know, set to meet with their top leadership people right now in the spring in preparing for the summer. And, and we had all kinds of plans and work that we wanted to do with them. And I'm just, I don't know if I'm comfortable throwing, you know, shovelfuls of work at these people who are a little bit frazzled to say the least. And everybody has a different context for that. The context we're all in is the same as a lot of people are talking about. You're not sending last year's emails. You just can't recycle this mm-hmm. year as you might have done in other years. <laughs> Even after you give the context that you know we all are going through something really difficult, I really think the best thing you can do is to scale it, is to say, I need, I need everybody to do this much. We got to get basic forms from everyone. So I need you to reach out to your departments and make sure they filled out these forms. But I want you to reach out to your leadership the way you want them to reach out to your frontline staff. So with empathy and flexibility and compassion and boundaries, we will need this by then. There are certain things that are must-dos, and then everything else is going to be a like-to-do. I want to do this. I like, you know, I need this. So maybe what you're talking about is paring down your needs and being really clear, first from a leadership standpoint, and then from a frontline staff standpoint, what's, what's actually a need that you've been treating like a need, but is actually a, a need or is it a want? And then your wants, you offer out. It would be great to do this or this, or for you to think of something. And in that same way, I want them to turn to their departments or their groups of people that they're reaching out to and say, here are the needs. We've scaled it way down. You know, we've trimmed all the fat. And then of the things that we want to do, who can pick up what? Because some people are looking for ways to fill their time and feel more useful and be productive. And some people are looking to trim the fat because they are dealing with way more than they can Right, right. And, and like you said, it, there's the gamut of people that we're talking about with all types of situations. And I think that a lot of day camps, their top leadership people are school teachers. Many are parents and have kids. And there's just a lot going on in their lives. What I'm finding is the ones that are single and haven't hit that point where they've got married with kids climbing on their heads all day. Uh, they're the ones that have the time and ability to do things. And it's, I'm being very, very empathetic to my, my parents, many who are like special ed teachers or kindergarten teachers and stuff. And they're, they're trying to run school during the day. And then by the time night comes, like they're done. They're just toast. It's true. I want to caution everybody listening that you might look at the structure of someone's life that you do know about if they're, if they have a partner, if they have kids, whatever, and think, you know, if they're busy or not, but you don't actually know until you ask. So one of those single young adults who's just been furloughed might be running around trying to get groceries for 17 older family members who all mm, can't. So true. Or so might true. be caring for someone who has COVID-like illness so, or might be dealing with the grief of loss that you weren't yet aware of. So really don't try, try, try hard not to make assumptions. Assume that you don't know what you don't know and ask. 
Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's super advice. Okay. So let's, let's fast forward now. So let's say that they, um, that they allow us to have camp. They allow us to have staff orientations of some sort, you know, whether it's virtual or, or in person and it's June, right. And we're just a few weeks away from the opening of camp. You know, I, I feel like, man, my veteran staff, I just really need to give them the, the, the things that, that we legally have to do. And we're sort of ready to go. I'm just really more worried about the onboarding of the new people. Like, that, that, like I, I can't really see trying to squeeze new stuff and new initiatives down in, into the brains of the returning people. I totally understand that. And the, the ways to think about this, it's going to really force us to think of that idea of what do we need from staff and what do we want from them? What we need from them, they have to understand about child abuse and they have to, right. We have, we have certain Mm -hmm. legal needs that we're going to do with everybody. No question. And we're going to show a lot of empathy to them about how that might not be how they want to spend that hour, but it's got to be done. Then we're going to think about what do we want and what we want this summer might within the mission of your camp look different than what we've wanted other times. Just like you said, for your, your first staff trainings, you just, can we just hold hands and, or, or bump elbows and sing Kumbaya together. <laughs> what we want to give people is what they're missing now. We want to give them comfort, care, nurturing, connection, purpose. So what is it that you do? Because camps do. Those are things that camp is already expert at giving to staff. And what can you do to make sure people are really feeling that? Because this summer at camp, maybe a lot less about advancing through swimming lessons or improving your ball handling skills or your arts and crafts and more about recovery from trauma, more about learning new ways to connect with people and interact with people. Yeah. You know, I, I had two conversations with parents uh, this morning, uh, one with the, the, the father of a seven-year-old boy who the kid is just an emotional wreck right now. You know, he just wants to go outside and play and see his friends. He's a very social animal, right? And another with a mom uh, of a five-year-old uh, girl who is refusing to sleep in her bed. She made like a little fort in her family room and she's staying there until the virus is over. <laughs> she told them. <laughs> so, so yeah, like, The bar of expectations of what we want from our, well, just the expectations in general of our counselors, it's going to be different. And yeah, I bet that a lot of people listening have seen some of the posts online encouraging us to think about how, you know, we're very worried about what kids aren't getting by missing school, but think about what maybe they are getting. Have you seen some of these posts that are encouraging us to think about um, maybe these kids will be kids who appreciate nature more or each other or understand how to slow down? Well, in that same way, they may not get to learn as many camp songs this summer, or they might not learn as many rope climbing skills or gardening skills or whatever your camp focuses on, but they might learn better how to listen to somebody else's story, how to ask good questions, how to express empathy, how to say what they need. And in that exact same way of thinking about it, those skills are are at least as valuable as many of the skills that we're fantastic at teaching during day camp. And I think that camp does a great job teaching some of those skills, but if that becomes our real focus this summer, I don't see that as a loss. Yeah. Yeah. So let's pivot a little bit to, you know, so here are these camp pros like, like myself that are listening to this podcast and we have our lists and we are just so encumbered by what's the next thing we got to do. And we're just so focused on camp, right? Can you help 
put us in, in, in an empathetic state for our staff, our seasonal staff who are, who are going to be, who are jumping into the fray and, 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 and just emotionally and mentally, like what can we do when orientation starts and when camp starts that we can help them be, be in a better state? The very first thing you'll do for your veterans and actually for the entire group, because your new staff will see, whether it's virtual or in person, they'll see that your veterans are surprised in a good way, is not start out business as usual. If you have a tradition that you always use to open it up, that's great. That's fine. People like structure and touchstones, and that's really useful. But then your opening speech has to be different this year. It has to be accepting and understanding that you don't know what you don't know about what they've been through. That even though we've all been through this unifying experience in a lot of ways, it landed differently for every single person. And I would say that the basis for your empathy is the same place it's always been. It's in the mission of your camp. So if you can really read your mission, think about how that mission applies to the way that you interact with your staff and what you're doing. Because I won't surprise anybody by saying that camp leadership are raising their staff just as much as they're raising their campers, sure. serving their staff just as much as they're serving their campers, just differently. So that's where I think the heart of your empathy for this. But really, the very first place it starts is an empathy for yourself. If you're able to carve out 10 minutes that morning or an hour just with your top leadership for each of you to take five or 10 minutes, including you, to talk about how this has changed you, how this has affected you, where you're living with this that day, that will help you be more open to seeing the value in acknowledging. You may not have time to hear from your 372 staff members how this landed with each of them, yeah. but you might have 10 minutes to let them journal about it or turn to the person next to them and ask a good question and listen to the answer. Yeah. What I'm hearing is uh, a simplification of things in many ways, right? I feel like the profile of a lot of camp pros are of doers and makers and super creative people and, and always trying to reinvent the wheel and all that kind of stuff. And I think we need to look at what the essence of what we do is. And, and, and this could be a really great introspective exercise for us, right? And maybe make our camps better in the long run. I think actually this might be a great way to remind your staff in a way that's really authentic that you mean what, that you are what you say you are mm. and that the, the sports skills and the art skills and stuff that kids get are great, but at your core, you're about helping people connect with themselves and with each other better or whatever you're really about. This may be a real proof of mission kind of yeah. summer. Absolutely. I'm already seeing that with my, in my communications with my camp families. No doubt about it. All right. So, uh, Deb, tell us, you know, a, a lot of camp directors don't have the, uh, the, the confidence, let's call it, um, or maybe even the skill set to get in front of their staff or get in front of their parents right now before camp starts. And I know that you're offering uh, an, an amazing and, and I got to tell you, well-priced uh, service to be able to do this kind of thing. So why don't you tell our, these folks about it? I've been lucky enough to be invited by some camps to come alongside their director or one of their camper care leadership people and meet with parents and meet with staff separately to talk about where they're at right now and how they can use the experiences that they're going through to get towards who they want to be and how they want to be. For staff in particular, because that's what we're talking about today, 
this is a real chance to help your staff, whatever age, whatever place they're at in life, strengthen themselves a little bit, build some resilience through empathy, not through tough love. And so talking about that and the skills that they can work on and the empathy that they need has been a really meaningful experience. And in a couple of cases, I've had the opportunity to work with camps, talking straight to their campers, answering questions, uh, both because I'm a medical doctor from that medical standpoint and from an emotional and resilient standpoint, alongside as they sit there with their parents, modeling for parents ways that we can do this, but also just showing the value of campers questions in ways that camp always has. Great. So uh, tell the folks how to get in touch with you for this. The easiest way is my website. It's askdrg.com. There's a contact page on there, or please find me on social media or summer camp pros. That's awesome. All right. So what we're going to do, we're going to stop right here because it's a mini pod and we are going to do a part two that you can hear two weeks from now. And part two will cover more of the medical aspect of how you guys are going to have to start preparing your staff to prepare your camp to make it safe for your camp community when they return. So I want to thank the Go Camp Pro team and our dedicated sponsors, ACA New York, New Jersey, Commercial Recreation Specialists, and AM Skyer for allowing us to bring this podcast to you. Um, you can find the Day Camp Pod on all the podcast sources if you want to subscribe and not miss one. Uh, check out our show notes from this show and others at daycamppodcast.com and with the contact information on Dr. G as well. Thanks for listening and making yourself a better Day Camp Pro. We'll be back real soon with another episode of the Day Camp Pod. The Day Camp Pod is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultants. Thanks for listening, friends. Hey, Camp Pros, we love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, we hope that whenever you share an idea that you learn from the Camp Hacker podcast, conference, summer camp professionals group, or wherever else, that you're quick to give credit where credit is due. That way, we can all encourage more Camp Pros to share the tips and tricks that will make camp better.